always at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. Time for the tale of the tape. Uh, this is always one of my favorite ones because I get a really good glimpse into how each team wins. And, of course, we're very familiar with the 49ers. Now the 49ers go about winning from week to week. Their method about running the football, uh, throwing, making timely catches, but using play action on offense and then on defense. You know, it's about stopping the run and preventing them from having explosive plays on defense. But not all teams play the same way. And a lot of times when you get into these matchups, especially against a team you haven't played this season, you get to get a clear picture on how they go about winning. Do they run the football consistently? Do they beat you normally through the air on defense? Are they a team that stops you in the run game? Are they a team that gets after you in the pass game? You can find some clear advantages or clear disadvantages when you go through the numbers. Now, these aren't going to tell the complete picture, but it's going to start to establish and form the way that Kyle Shanahan and the offense and Steve Wilkes and the defense are going to formulate plans. You look at how teams win. You look at the success rate. You match up what they do on offense with what you do on defense and vice versa, and you find your game plan. Now, most of it has to do with X's and O's. But these numbers give you an idea of how they win week in and week out. The Detroit Lions are a good football team. A lot of these numbers that you see from the 49ers are going to be equaled by the Detroit Lions. When we go through this, there's not going to be a lot of discrepancies between the two. Uh, The 49ers don't dwarf them. The Lions don't dwarf the 49ers in categories. It's eerily close. These two teams are well-balanced and well-constructed football teams that are going to be looking to have really big games and try to punch their ticket to the Super Bowl. This is a matchup of two quarterbacks that probably uh, get a little bit more criticized than others and teams that probably a lot of people are wishing weren't here. Maybe the Lions, not the case. This is the first time back the NFC Championship game in 32 years. Their fan base is absolutely itching uh, for a Super Bowl chance. And I think that they've got a good team, and this team is very well equipped to make it to a Super Bowl. When you look at the 49ers, they've been to four NFC Championship games now in five seasons, and it's time to punch a ticket to another one. They know that they've got to win. They know their uh, team is getting older. The core is getting older. They're not going to be here that much longer, so they really have to make sure they execute. But in this episode, we're going to get into all that, all the numbers. Uh, I added in all the playoff numbers to the regular season numbers. We're going to get a real good basis for everything that they've been doing. For the, for the Lions, it's through 19 games. For the 49ers, it's through 18 games. It's going to give us a clear picture of the strengths and weaknesses and how those match up. Please like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already on the Push for 5K. Audio platform, 40 yards cut back on Believe. Please give it a five-star rating. If you're going to bet, please bet with Bet Online. With NFL playoffs here and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. 
And so this is going to be a fun one. We're going to get into all the numbers. And it has to start, of course, by just looking at the most basic of number, the overall record. Uh, both teams had a very good, successful regular season, finished 12-5, and won their division. 49ers earned a bye due to tiebreakers. And so they sat back and watched the wild card round. Detroit, however, welcomed the Los Angeles Rams to town and took on Sean McVay in that high-potent, high-exciting offense with Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. And they were able to go ahead and get a victory, a one-point tough battle against the Rams, and they got a victory. And then last week, they were able to hold off Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and win a uh, eight-point game there. So they are battle-tested. They are ready. They are 14-5 and five on the season. 49ers got a very close, tough win over the Green Bay Packers, and they are 13-5. and five. So uh, both these teams have done a very good job in the regular season. They were well, very consistent and well-balanced, and you can't be anything else if you plan on going at least 12-5. and five. On offense, points per game, San Francisco 49ers, even through the playoffs, uh, this is through 18 games, they averaged 28.6 points per game. The Lions, barely right behind them, just over a point behind them at 27.1. What you got is two of the better offenses in the entire league. And they put points up on the board, and we've seen the Lions do two uh, playoff games be able to put points up. They've almost equaled this number in both games. So they have the weapons. Amon Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta, uh, Jameer Gibbs. There's a lot of talent when you look at the Detroit Lions offense, and they've got Ben Johnson pulling the trigger on everything offense. So very good. Jared Goff has been very efficient this year. Looking forward to we'll have a quarterback comparison here in a second. You'll get to see uh, Goff's had a very good season, and he's continued to develop and mature inside this offense. I think he feels really comfortable with the offensive line, the system, and the players around him, and he's operating that way. You look at the 49ers offense, they are definitely more dynamic with Debo Samuel. We won't know until Wednesday how Debo is progressing. But Kyle Shanahan said, hey, it's not a break. It's not a fracture. He's in a lot of pain right now. We'll see where he's at on Wednesday. So uh, 49er fans definitely on pins and needles waiting to find out what happens with Debo. But they still were able to put up 24 points against the Green Bay Packers. Without Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey with two touchdowns, George Kittle getting it done through the air, and that's exactly what you have to have happen. So Brock Purdy versus Jared Goff is the matchup. It's going to be a lot of fun. 49ers are familiar with Jared Goff, and uh, this is going to be a great matchup between these two teams who can both score points. Uh, yards per game, very close. Five-yard difference between the two. 49ers average 396 yards per game. Detroit Lions, 391. Well-balanced. They both run the football well. They both pass the ball well. And that's why you get near 400 yards of offense per game. I talk about it every single week. That's where you want to be. That's the number you want to get to at least 400 yards per game. That's a very efficient and effective elite offense in the NFL. You're looking at rush yards. Uh, 49ers average 138 on the ground. Detroit Lions, 131. So not a distinct advantage. So I'm talking about close numbers. Total offensive yards, super close. Uh, total rushing yards now, super close. So these two teams both have dynamic playmakers at the running back position. For the 49ers, it's basically a one-man show with Christian McCaffrey. They do have depth with Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason, but they haven't seen very many carries. In the divisional round, zero carries. It was all Christian McCaffrey in that game. When you look at Detroit, they do it a little bit different. They split carries uh, between Montgomery and Gibbs. 
And those two guys both have a different way of doing it, but they have the ability to consistently get yards for this Detroit Lions offense. And Gibbs proved last week how dynamic he was. Big explosive run. He was running to the left, waited, cut into that hole that opened up, and then duped the safety out of his pants. Uh, it was a great move, then had the speed to get home. So Gibbs is a special player. And then you got Montgomery that consistently gets powerful yards. So they have a very well-balanced rushing attack. It's going to be a lot for the 49ers to handle in this game. Now, on the other hand, though, Christian McCaffrey was the leading rusher in the league for a reason. He's dynamic, and Detroit is going to have their hands full. But both 49ers and Detroit both have good rush defenses. So it's going to be equal. No distinct advantage so far as we go through the numbers. Now pass yards per game. And as you can see, it's a 12-yard difference. So not exactly a huge difference between these two teams in any category that's on offense. Does that surprise anyone when you're talking Kyle Shanahan versus Ben Johnson? The way that they built these teams, they got good tight ends. They got good running games, good offensive lines, and potent playmakers on the outside. Amon Ross St. Brown has been an absolute beast this year. And it's proof in that 245 yards per game but also Sam Laporta. What a revelation he was for the Detroit Lions. They traded away Hawkinson last year. This year they get Laporta. Pays off huge dividends for them. Laporta's been fantastic. And even though he's been dealing with a banged-up knee, uh, he has looked like he hasn't missed a single step. So uh, Detroit Lions are going to give the 49ers defense, pass defense, everything they can handle. And for the 49ers, this is an area they have to succeed in. They struggled a little bit in the divisional round. Uh, Brock Purdy was struggling throwing the football. It wasn't consistent. Wide receivers uh, weren't where they were supposed to be at all the time. So you just had a lot of mistakes from a lot of different guys. Execution wasn't there. 49ers have to be better. Uh, but this is an area where the 49ers probably could have an advantage against the Detroit Lions defense, um, where it's a little bit tougher. The 49ers pass defense has been a little bit better on that side. So, so far offensively, no distinct advantage, right? So let's go ahead and let's look at uh, the quarterback comparison. And you got Brock Purdy on the left, Jared Goff on the right. Brock Purdy is 68.7 completion percentage, Jared Goff 68. Uh, it's a dead heat. And, of course, this does figure in their playoff stats so far. So Goff, it's through 19 games, Brock Purdy through 18. You look at the touchdowns, Brock Purdy with 32 touchdowns to Jared Goff's 33, dead heat. Interceptions, Brock Purdy, 11 interceptions. Jared Goff, 12. Uh, it, it can't get much closer than this. Sacks, Brock Purdy, 29. Jared Goff, 32. And then quarterback rating, 108 to 104 in favor of Brock Purdy. These numbers are just really, really close. What you have, two quarterbacks that play in the system really well. They operate really well. And then when things have to be extended and have to be made, plays, they make them. Uh, these are perfect quarterbacks for you know, the coordinators that they have and the playmakers that they have around them. They are absolute distributors getting the ball into the players' hands uh, and making plays. So uh, both guys are not going to be shook by the moment. Neither one of these guys, the moment is going to be too big for them because uh, Jared Goff has already played in a Super Bowl, and he's played in playoff games and had this run all the way through. So he understands what it takes to get there. When you look at Brock Purdy, He's won every single playoff game that he started and finished. Of course, last year he gets injured in the NFC Championship game, so I guarantee he's highly motivated to come into this matchup and get all the way through and get a win 
and get the team to the Super Bowl. Very important for the 49ers to do that. And I think Brock Purdy knows uh, what his responsibilities are in this football game. So uh, this quarterback competition looks pretty good. Uh, if there was an area that Brock Purdy succeeds over Jared Goff, it is with pressure. When you blitz Brock Purdy, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. When you pressure Jared Goff, he's not. But the problem is, can you get to Jared Goff? Uh, the Detroit Lions offensive line has done a good job of keeping him upright and protecting him. And when you don't get home on the blitz, Jared Goff does very well. When you put pressure on him and are able to uh, disrupt him with the blitz, then his numbers go way down. So it's a it's a good matchup between two very efficient quarterbacks. And when you're looking at offensive DVOA, the San Francisco 49ers were the number one offense this year in DVOA. The Detroit Lions, number five. So these are two top five offenses. I think we just saw it in a lot of categories. Two very good football teams. They know how to win, and they are very well balanced. So offense, it's pretty much a wash so far. Let's get into third down efficiency, and this is where you finally get an advantage for the 49ers. 49ers are at 48.7, and entering into the playoff game, 49ers were over 47%. When they played Green Bay, they went to 62% in that game against Green Bay, converting on third down. Third down conversions are very, very important to success in the playoffs, getting continuing drives, keeping your defense off the field, being able to use clock, shorten games is very important. And the San Francisco 49ers are doing that at a high level right now. Uh, the fact that they were able to convert you know, at 62% is saying a lot because that game did not feel that way. But the 49ers at 48.7. I've talked about elite status being 50% on third down. 49ers are getting really close to being that effective and efficient that they can convert on third down at nearly a 49%. We look at the Lions, it's not bad. Over 40%, 41.2. But if there was one area where their offense could pick it up, it is on third down. They have been better in uh, the playoffs, but we'll see what happens when they play the 49ers. But if there's an area that the 49ers right now have an advantage, it's on third down where the 49ers are really good. And they're going to have to be. Because when you look at the defense and the third down uh, conversion rate allowed, the Lions are one of the better ones in the league. They allow 36.7 uh, percentage of the teams to convert on third down. You cannot find situations where you're third and long. Those are not advantageous for you. Because if you get into third and long, you're going to have to deal with that pass rush of the Detroit Lions. You're going to have to deal with Aaron Glenn dialing up a blitz that might not allow you to get the time. And what we saw from Green Bay was even a game plan of just let's play off and let's make everything happen underneath, make Brock Purdy check down and try to get off the field. So I think there is a little bit of an idea of how Detroit wants to go about this, but preventing third and long for the 49ers means they'll be able to consistently have opportunities to convert on third down. So stay on schedule on first, stay on schedule on second down, make sure it's third and short, and then you're going to have opportunities to be able to convert at the rate you want. 49ers want to be 45% and higher in this playoff matchup against the Detroit Lions. You see Lions defense very good at getting off the field on third down. 49ers defense hasn't been as good. Uh, so they were under 41% heading into the playoff game against Green Bay. Now they're over 41% because the Green Bay Packers converted over 50% of their third downs. That's not good. That's not how you get off the field. And I know the 49ers were slipping. They were falling. 
Uh, that stuff happens. The very first first down of the game came from Dre Greenlaw slipping. But you've got to make sure you get off the field on third down. The 49ers know their defense hasn't been as effective on third down as they have in the past. If they were as effective as they were uh, in other years, they would be a very, very difficult team to beat. So if the 49ers can flip the script on this and get that number down closer where the Lions are for their season average in this game, the 49ers would have a really good chance of having extra opportunities and being able to do something in you know on offense and then also keep their defense fresh, getting off the field with some three and outs. You look at points per game allowed, San Francisco 49ers are one of the top three in the league. Uh, they're one of the top in the playoffs remaining. They give up 17.7 points per game. And the Detroit Lions give up 23.2. So a little bit of an advantage here for the 49ers. Not quite five points, but just under. And uh, that's one of the things that makes it a little bit difficult. 49ers have a huge margin of victory. It's usually plus 11. When you look at the Lions, it's not. It's closer to four. So 49ers have an advantage in their defense. Holds up. Last week, they gave up 21 points to Green Bay. I think if they believe... They could hold the Detroit Lions to 21 and under. They'd have, probably have a good chance to win. But you see, 49ers, one of the best scoring defenses in the NFL. Detroit, more middle of the road. Uh, but both these teams have good te- good defenses that like to keep the opposing team out of the end zone. Look at yards allowed. 49ers advantage here, 305 to 344. In the grand scheme of things, total yards allowed doesn't matter. Uh, but it does if you're trying to get long drives going, use clock, and also it, it kind of shows you know how much time your defense spends on the field. So the Lions are more susceptible to the big explosive play compared to the 49ers, and I think the 344 kind of shows that there are a lot of times allowing drives to continue, even though they have a really good third down rate. You look at pass yards allowed per game, 49ers give up 213 yards per game through the air. Uh, this has been one area the 49ers have been very consistent from the beginning of the season. They've been right in this range, anywhere from like 208 to 223, and it's varied around that area. During their losing streak, the heightened went over 220, but since then they played really good. Uh, Charvarius Mooney Ward has been a impact player, a ball hawk in the back end. Yammer Lenore in the playoffs is fantastic. He was fantastic during the season too, but during the playoffs in his career, completion percentage on him. He's been spectacular, and he's played nickel. The one area that the Detroit Lions are probably going to want to attack and go after will be Ambry Thomas. Ambry Thomas had two bad penalties in that game against the Green Bay Packers, one on Romeo Dobbs that resulted in a uh, first down inside the 10-yard line due to him grabbing, and it's a good thing he did because, let's be honest, Dobbs beat him to the inside, was getting to the outside. If Ambry Thomas doesn't grab him, it was probably a touchdown. The other one was way more egregious because Bo Melton, he was right on Bo Melton's hip pocket. He had his hand on. That is fine. Just don't push, pull, or grab. And what does he do? He bear hugs him. Just didn't have to do that. The ball was underthrown. Bo Melton's not bigger than you. You have the advantage. It was just a poor technique flaw from Ambry Thomas. And I know Steve Wilkes doesn't teach that. I know Daniel Bullock doesn't teach that, so that means it comes uh, from Ambry Thomas. Either he did that in college, or that's just a natural instinct of his, which he needs to shake. You can't do that. You're going to get penalties, especially in the NFL playoffs, where everything is heightened and all the scrutiny is there. 
Uh, tons of eyes on you. You got to make sure you do it the right way. So Ambry Thomas is a weakness in this game. And for Detroit, it's just been a struggle in the secondary. Having C.J. Gardner-Johnson is going to make an impact. But losing Emmanuel Mosley earlier in the season has been difficult. If there's one area the San Francisco 49ers will look to attack, it is the secondary for the Detroit Lions. Now, their pass rush could be the great equalizer. Talked about that before with the 49ers and Nick Bosa in past years. Maybe they didn't have the best secondary, but their pass rush was so good. It was the great equalizer. Well, that's exactly what happens with Detroit. Aiden Hutchinson, Aleem McNeil, they've got guys who can bring pressure off the outside and on the interior. And then, of course, Aaron Glenn can dial up some of those exotic blitzes and get after Brock Purdy. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. But if you're looking for an area the 49ers have an advantage that they'll be looking to take care of, uh, uh, take advantage of, it's going to be the 49ers passing attack against the Detroit Lions uh, secondary. You look at rush yards allowed per game. These two teams are a dead heat. Now, going into the playoffs, the 49ers gave up 88 yards per game. Of course, Aaron Jones ripped off 108 yards in that football game. So I think that it was a uh, 49ers number goes up. It wasn't the best performance against the run. They did allow plays on the outside. Luckily for the 49ers, the defense adjusted. Steve Wilkes came up with some adjustments, and the defense executed. And they were able to slow down the Green Bay Packers' run game for most of the second half. Aaron Jones did have an explosive run of 53 yards in the fourth quarter. Uh, but other than that, the 49ers did pretty good in the second half. The Lions have been really, really good against the run this year. Uh, they play their run fits well. Their linebackers are very good at knowing where they're supposed to be and being where they're supposed to be to make the tackle. They're solid tacklers. So this is not going to be an easy game for the 49ers, and it's not going to be an easy game for the Lions either running the football. Both of them very effective run games, but they're going against two defenses that stop the run well. The team that gets their run game going first or run game going best could be the one that has the advantage in this game. So we'll see how the, these teams end up scheming up going against the other it's going to be very unique uh, because of the different matchups that you're going to have in the run game. 49ers offensive line is not as good top to bottom as the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions have a very effective offensive line. 49ers defensive line, though, they are highly touted. They've got players across the board that are very talented and very good, uh, so they should be able to hold up. Plus, linebackers like Fred Warner and Trey Greenlaw, it's going to be an exciting Time. I mean, when you're looking at offensive line, defensive line, this is going to be a clash of the Titans between the two teams. Looking at DVOA for the defense, San Francisco 49ers or the fourth best defense as far as DVOA in the entire league, and the Detroit Lions number 13. So a little bit of discrepancy. Most of the reason that that is is because of the Lions secondary and how they played the pass this year. When it comes to the run game, they have been one of the top teams in the entire NFL. 49ers a little bit more balanced. They've been good against the run. They've been good against the pass. And so they earn a top four spot. And that's a little advantage for the 49ers. Defense playing just a little bit better than the Detroit Lions. And in these games, that can mean a world of difference. Uh, but these teams are just razor close at how they play the game. Look at the giveaways. San Francisco 49ers, 18 giveaways. None in the playoffs so far. They've played one less game than the Detroit Lions, but the Lions haven't turned over the football either. Uh, so the giveaways for the Lions, 23. 49ers have an advantage by five in giveaways, but 
the team that takes care of the football usually has the best chance to win. Turnovers are pivotal. Last week, Baker Mayfield, two interceptions against the Lions, and uh, that really helped the Lions seal the deal and get the win. They played good in all aspects, but it always helps when you get those turnovers to go your way. For the 49ers, it was highly pivotal. Brock Purdy, he threw two scary passes in that game. One of them looked like it could have been a pick six by Savage. It was dropped. So you got to make sure you take care of the football. You can't allow Detroit opportunities for short fields and opportunities to score on defense. Those are backbreakers, especially when you get to the NFC Championship game. Uh, you look at the takeaways. San Francisco 49ers have 30 takeaways this season. Of course, last week they got two. The Detroit Lions got two last week as well. So uh, both these teams continue to create turnovers on defense. That's ultimately what helps you win football games. Short fields equal more opportunities for points. And you get sudden changes like that. They flip the momentum. Uh, so these two teams are two of the better ones in the league. 49ers, by far the best at getting interceptions in the entire league. So they're going to look to pressure Jared Goff, make him make quick decisions, and hope uh, that either he gets some passes that are overthrown or some passes that maybe get tipped in the air that they could get their hands on. And when you look at the Lions, they're looking to disrupt Brock Purdy because that's the blueprint to beating the 49ers. Get Brock Purdy to, uh, to make turnovers, whether it was Cleveland or Minnesota or Cincinnati or Baltimore. That's where the game was lost when Brock Purdy had turnovers in that football game. So he's going to look to take care of the ball and the Lions are looking to go ahead and get their hands on it. And then you look at turnover differential. The 49ers are plus 12 on the season. And then I made a mistake on the graphic. The Detroit Lions are plus two. Uh, so ignore the plus 12 where it shows that they're completely equal. The Lions ended the regular season at zero. They were completely even of giveaways to takeaways. And then as the playoffs have went, they've gotten two. Uh, so it's two up. They're plus two now. They're still a plus 10 for the 49ers. So sorry about the graphic. Uh, made a little mistake there. But the, the Lions are plus two right now. 49ers are plus 12. And let's look at the special teams DVOA. Uh, 49ers 25th. And it was not good the other night uh, against the Green Bay Packers. They decided they were going to directional kick. They were going to allow their kickoff team to make a tackle and try to pin Green Bay Packers back after uh, the big-time touchdown run by Christian McCaffrey. Instead, they got a big-time return against them, and it flipped the script on the game, and it flipped the script on what the what the Green Bay Packers were going to do. Uh, Packers turned that into a Bo Melton touchdown and once again regained control. Can't have that happen. Then you had a blocked field goal as well. I do think Jake Moody learned his lesson because he kicked more of a line drive as he was trying to get that distance on the first one. The second one, the 52-yarder, he definitely elevated it and got more air and was able to clear the crossbar for the big kick. So I do think he learned from that, and that's all you can ask from a young player. But when it comes to the kickoff, we've got to get these kickoffs through the end zone. Uh, Coach Brian Schneider's got to make sure there's no return opportunities for the Lions. Just don't allow them any momentum there. Make them go 75 yards. It's the best situation has less to do with the Lions' success on kickoff and kick return and more with how teams have had success against the 49ers' kickoff return team, So, or kickoff team. So I think this one's going to be interesting. But the 49ers' special teams a little becoming a little bit of a hindrance over the last couple weeks. You look at the Lions, they're not exactly the best special teams unit, but they are six spots better than the 49ers. 
and they played better on special teams. And uh, ultimately, it comes down to being a complete game. Uh, you've got to have complementary football, all three phases working together to win these games. And whichever team comes up with the more complementary game and doesn't make mistakes is going to win this football game. Uh, just two very solid, very good football teams. And when you're talking about um, these teams, the advantages, I mean, it's just mainly 49ers passing game versus Detroit Lions secondary. And then when you're talking Detroit, you're talking their advantage being getting off the field on third down with good third down defense. That one's strength on strength. 49ers, 48% conversion rate on third down. Detroit Lions at 36%. Something's got to give there. That's going to be an interesting battle. So these teams are evenly matched. There's a couple advantages here and there. But really, this game is going to be exciting. Uh, Playmakers all over the football. Good coordinators on offense and defense. Can't wait for Sunday. It's going to be absolutely spectacular when these two teams match up. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Please like and subscribe to the channel on the push for 5K. This episode brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. Remember the right way is always the 49ers.